we all deserve a chance to grow together and start each day anew. I'm Henna, host of Begin Again with Henna, and each week we'll create a safe space to ponder topics regarding mental health, relationships, navigating college life, lifestyle, and whatever else is on your mind. Let's take a candid journey through the crests and troughs of life. Together we can begin again. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Begin Again with Henna. It is currently a Monday night that I'm recording this. I'm recording this the night before, trying to get it out to all of you tomorrow. I have been so busy creating social media content, podcast planner today for the months ahead. So I decided that I'm just going to do my best to stick with the consistency. I feel like I always say that. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I'm out here doing my best. Y'all are here seeing the journey take place. And yeah, this is just how it goes. Am I right? So if you're here, if you're listening, I'm so thankful. If you have been a returning listener so far, then just know that I see you. I appreciate you. It means a lot to me, much more than you know. So Today was technically like my first day of school, but for some reason, because right now I'm in week zero of our quarter system, and usually the quarter starts like you hit the ground running, and my professors usually add me during the summer onto the Canvas space, but only today was I added for two of my classes, and I'm not even sure if I have in-person class tomorrow, (laughs) but I'm just going to show up anyway to see the vibe, and you know, it's luck favors the prepared. And I just want to do my best and stay on top of everything that is going to go on for me this quarter because I have a very busy quarter ahead of me. So I'm doing my best to stay on top of everything. Um, And I realized recently that I guess today is like my first last day of college, at least for my bachelor's degree. Who knows what the future may hold? I'm still unsure of what I'm doing in life. I feel like none of us really know sometimes. I mean, some of us do know, but a lot of us don't because how are you expected to figure everything out when we are budding young adults still trying to find our footing in this life and explore our interests and what what gives us purpose, what gives us passion, or just what makes us happy. Am I right? It's it's a journey. Interests change, interests grow, they shrink, they leave you, they it's a it's a roller coaster. <laughs> I feel like I sound really cheesy, but whatever. Another reason why this quarter is going to be so busy for me is because I was recently selected to be a mental health leader for the student government at UC Irvine, which is where I go to school, and I am just so excited for this role because I have so many ideas and I'm in charge of our social media and some other things that you will see. So stay tuned. But you know what? One thing I can say is that I am really trying to bring either a Shrek rave or a SpongeBob rave to campus. And I've mentioned this. I mentioned it in my interview and it stood out to them because they keep talking about, like they just keep calling me the Shrek raver. And I'm like, Yo, if y'all are on board with this idea, like I'm going to make it happen. So let's see what ends up happening. I 
already told the president too. I was like, I'm going to do my best to make this happen. I'm supposed to relate it to mental health somehow. But I was like, human connection, hello. Like, this is a great way to bring the school together. Like, what more do you need? But I have to relate it more to mental health in some way. We'll see. I'll figure it out. If you have ideas, please tell me because I'm so open to them because I really want this to happen. Let me also just be transparent right now and say that before jumping on to record this episode, I was feeling very down, very lonely. And I think part of that is because I've been tapering myself off of the medication that I have been prescribed, which is Wellbutrin. I've been on it for like two, maybe three years now, but I've been tapering myself off of it. Honestly, I didn't even talk to my psychiatrist about doing so. I'm just being transparent. I'm not saying this because you should do this as well. I don't recommend doing that. And I didn't just stop cold turkey. I was mindful of uh, tapering myself off of it only because I felt like I was at a place to be okay without it. But I think now because it's been a few consecutive days that I haven't taken this medication that now I'm starting to feel low and lonely. Maybe that's not even the case. I mean, I think part of this loneliness is just reevaluating the relationships that I have in my life and wanting to form deeper and more genuine connections with people. I don't feel like I have enough of that in my life. It's difficult to make friends in your 20s, especially because um, a lot of the friends that I have now, or I'm really just thinking of like one or two people, the close friends I have now are all childhood friends of mine, which is wonderful. And like, I still want to maintain those friendships, but people change. Things ebb and they flow. Sometimes I feel like I outgrow my friendships and then I find my way back to these people. Um, I formed some new bonds, but it's just adulting gets you busy and distance and, you know, there's always a reason, right? But I feel like now that I'm saying this out loud, it's important for me to make it a point to schedule time, intentional time with people that give me joy when I hang out with them. And I have a few like new friends in mind who like I need to reach out to. Sometimes it's not even that like I need to just make new connections. Sometimes it's just seeing the connections that I have now, even if it's just recently formed connections that aren't as deep or as strong yet, but I see the potential for that. And I it's moments like these where I feel lonely and like I don't have many people to turn to that I'm like, okay, you need to get on (laughs) uh, maintaining relationships and building deeper relationships because oftentimes the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our relationship. Plus, I feel like with this new role in student government, I've already started forming some very genuine, beautiful new connections with other student leaders, which is exciting because I feel like we're like-minded and we're working together to make a difference at the school, which is so exciting and it lights a fire in me in some type of way. Even with all of these wonderful people in my life that I have yet to form deeper connections with and people that I know I can turn to now, I still have moments where I feel lonely Oftentimes because I feel like I spend or, you know, I've been sick the past few days 
and I've kind of just been spending time by myself. Um, I have my guinea pigs. I've been cuddling them so much recently and they're so sweet, you guys. You know, it's either people think my guinea pigs are so cute or they think that they're just creepy and I never know when people meet my guinea pigs like what they will think of them, but they are my children. I swear I carried them in my womb for nine months and they are just my little boys. I'm so obsessed with them. I'm so grateful for them. And I saw this Instagram post the other day that was like, it was of a hamster and and I used to have a hamster and it was some, it was in the, uh, point of view of the hamster where they said, I might not be there for your entire lifetime, but you will be there for the entirety of mine. And I'm grateful to have been loved by you while I was alive, something like that. And it just made me want to appreciate my guinea pigs more because I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so true. Like, like one of pretty much the only person they interact with every day. I mean, I have my roommates and Sometimes other people come say hi to them, but they're more shy with them. You know, their main bond, their main connection is with me. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to give you guys a more entertaining and fulfilling life that you will go on to guinea pig heaven and brag to all of your friends (laughs) about. Um, That's my goal. I think that's also why like I've just been cuddling them so much recently. Like even talking about this now, I'm like, I want to go pick them up and (laughs) Hold. They really satisfy my cuddle cravings and I need more of that in my life, right? So I'm just going to skip to some listener questions. I've been hearing this a lot lately, feeling like we're in the wrong timeline or in the wrong generation. And I empathize with this, especially because capitalism. <laughs> Did you know that since 1970, the cost of inflation has increased 644% while the cost of housing has increased 1,608% while the 2023 federal minimum wage is only 40% lower than the minimum wage in 1970. In other words, as time goes on, it gets harder and harder just to exist (laughs) and afford things. Like honestly, discovering these statistics just makes me so angry and disgusted by how broken our system is. It's so difficult to find a living wage job, even with a bachelor's degree. Like, what is that? Like now it's almost as if, or it really is as if like having a bachelor's degree has become the new high school diploma and having a graduate degree can actually get you better paying jobs. But with that comes its own world of debt and privilege. Honestly, like not everybody can go to grad school. Not everybody can afford to go to college, even with loans and financial aid. And it's so corrupt. It doesn't make sense. It's very saddening and it makes me angry, quite honestly. But also, while there are always many many things going wrong with the world all the time, there are also many things to be appreciative of and acknowledge. Let's just explore the advantages of living in 20. Number one, if you were born in a different timeline, by this I'm assuming you mean the past, then you would not have met the friends and family that surround you today. Are you ready to lose everyone you've ever loved in your lifetime for a more quote-unquote promising past? If you're a minority group such as 
being queer, a colored person, or a woman? Are you ready to go to a more unforgiving past where you're easily abused, penalized, and most likely murdered for being who you are? I mean, for sure these things still happen today, but definitely not at the same scale that it was happening in the past. What about Wi-Fi and, uh, and electricity? Are you ready to give up those things? Are you ready to not have a phone anymore? What about dogs? Are you ready to live in a world before we genetically engineered dogs? How about your favorite foods or over-the-counter medication? A lifetime where the things you enjoy regularly used to be illegal. There's always something wrong, but similarly, there's always something to appreciate. It is all about perspective because here's the facts you exist now whether you like it or not there's no changing that fact but i am so thankful that you exist now because this world needs your energy in it maybe there's a reason that you were born in this timeline it could even be as simple as you giving someone a deep and much needed hug that they couldn't receive in the same way if anyone else were to hug them our planet is burning, the system is corrupt, but you exist. And that tells me that there is hope and good in the world that surrounds us and is coming our way. Okay, this next listener comment, it's by the same person, but this person just said grief. Grief is honestly a full sentence, isn't it? Grief is, there's so much to say about this word, especially after COVID. It's never easy to lose a loved one. It is never easy to go through grief. I think it is one of the inescapable feelings that every one of us have to go through during some point of our lifetimes. And death can be very sad. It can be very jarring and make you question everything that you thought you knew about life. And I can only imagine what you're feeling and what you're going through, but let me remind you that the only reason why it is so painful to lose this person is because the love that you both had for each other was so real and it just means that the amount of pain that you're feeling, the intensity of that is equivalent to how much you loved them. And even if you're at a stage right now where you haven't expressed tears or emotion in that way, please know that it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. Everybody goes through their own timeline of grief. Sometimes it takes people years to cry and that is completely okay. Oftentimes we can take this process or this situation of loss and feel like we have to go through it a certain way for it to be valid, for it to be right, and for us to have honored and slash honor that person properly. And let me just tell you that that is not true because every human being is different. No one will understand the relationship that you had with that person in the same way that you do. And you are allowed to go through your own timeline of being a... It took me many months to process the death of my grandparents meaning like finally really cry about it. But even then, I feel like I didn't express, God damn it, my phone just died. Damn, I was recording my <laughs> this episode on my phone through video, but it's okay. We're just going to use whatever I got to record um, so far, but it's okay. I totally even lost my train of thought. What was I even saying? 
goodness, that's so frustrating. But yeah, it took me even like a whole year after the death of my grandparents to really mourn and sit with their loss, uh, especially because the way that my grandmother died was very jarring, very violent. And my grandparents died just a few months apart. And soon after that, my uh, partner at the time uh, and I split up. And it was kind of just all of this loss all at once. And I did, you know, and this breakup happened on the Monday of my finals week, a week before our one-year anniversary. And it was extremely devastating. And it was just all of these different forms of grief all at once. And I was not okay for a while. And that's okay. It's okay not to be okay. I encourage you to seek the support and the care that you deserve during this time. It is so important in loss to reach out to people that care about you and that will be there for you as you need because you cannot go through that alone. Going through it alone only makes it worse. So if there's one thing that I can say to you, it is that you are not alone. Please reach out to those that care about you and that will give you the love as you deserve during this time. And don't be afraid to reach out to your professors for any kind of accommodation that you need. It never hurts to ask. Even if your professor is just like, what? Like, no way. That's fine. Let them say whatever they need to say. But you do your best. You keep doing you. Keep feeling your feelings wholeheartedly. It is one of the most beautiful things about being human, being able to experience life through emotion. There is nothing quite like it. I am here for you. I empathize with you deeply. And you are so, so loved. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Begin Again with Henna podcast. I really hope that you will tune in for our next episode coming very soon. If you are able, please respond to this week's listener question. Leave me a review. Follow me on Instagram at Begin Again with Henna. Please show me some love. It goes such a long way. And I will see you guys next time. I love you so, so much. Bye.